23rd of March. Welcome to Afternoon Sport. I'm your host, Shane Lee, and I'm joined today by Roosters, I'll call him legend, funny man, Nat Wood. How are you, Nat? Oh, good, thanks, Shane. So? Mate, good. We've got to kick off, um, I suppose, with the judiciary, which happened only this earlier this week. And um, we saw um, Kafusi and Jerome Hughes both get an extra week for challenging. Is there any point now, you think, even going to the judiciary and, and challenging? Because they always seem to find a way to find them guilty and, and give them an extra week. Yeah, well, I think it's the judiciary is like challenging the police. They're all going to stick together. <laughs> so uh, unless you're 100% certain you're going get to off, get off, I wouldn't even bother. Did you think the Kafusi one, well, I saw that, that hit he put on. It looks like he had no chance of pulling out. Yeah. And he's going to get four weeks now, which is ridiculous. Yeah, he's going to get four weeks. for He was committed. And, 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 yeah. and he backed off the touch. If the way I looked at it, he backed off a touch. He could have really nailed the kid, uh, but mm-hmm. he didn't. So I just think they're trying to make an example of him because they're trying to stop that that from happening in the game. So I think he's a bit of a scapegoat mm. there, making an example of him. I, I just find it really difficult that some people who are making these decisions probably never played the game themselves, and you don't realise at, at full pace it's impossible to pull out the last second. Exactly, exactly. And, you know, I don't think they care. Like I said, I think they're just trying to get that that hitting after the kick. Uh, trying to get that out of the game. Yeah, many young many young blokes said that to a young girl too over the years. I reckon impossible to pull out the last <laughs> second. <laughs> I was going to say that, but I thought no, it's too red hot that one. <laughs> hey, um, uh, uh, some sad news during the week. Um, South legend. I know you you sort of were South junior. Yep. Um, but they lost um, a legend in Johnny Sattler. Yeah. Uh, Did you ever meet him? I didn't meet Johnny. I'm, I'm mates with Scotty Scotty Sattler. Um, okay. But yeah, big loss to the rugby league. World, um, a legend, and my father played. I think my father might have played a few games with Johnny Sattler at South. Um, right. So yeah, Johnny Sattler was always spoken about at our dinner table when when the war stories mm. were coming out. So yeah, it's a sad day for rugby league. Yeah, well, the, the legendary '71 Grand Final where he played with a broken jaw and captain the side to a win. It's uh, it's like seriously tough men back then. Yeah, well, I think only he and Semi Burgess can can claim yeah. something like that. So yeah, great. Yeah, man. amazing. Mm. Hey, I'm just curious because as cricketers, we always we, we do a lot of touring, and you do, I suppose you do less in rugby league because you play a lot of local derbies. Um, but you have many many roommates and any good ones over the years. Oh, I'm sure that everyone in the room with me would have hated it because uh, <laughs> I'm always playing, playing pranks and scaring them. But one that comes to mind, Paul Langmate, he came to the Roosters. Yep. He was at the end of his career, and he blames me for ending mm. his career. He we played <laughs> Melbourne at Melbourne, and and I'd been getting him during the week, and he was like, "Mate, let me concentrate." I just coming into the game, let me concentrate. I was like, yeah, all right, mate, relax. And and he, we went to bed about, I don't know, 10 o'clock. And I, he got up to take a leak at about 3 a.m. in the morning. And I hid in the in that closet that's in the hallway of the room. And as he came out of the closet, I've jumped out and choked him and tackled him under the bed in the dark. And he was screaming, ah, ah, let me go, let me go. And then he was too scared to go back to sleep. So we got a, we got, he had a shot, and we got big 50 blood, I think. Oh, it's hilarious, mate. Hey, we spoke about uh, Confuci at the start of the show uh, being suspended for the extra week, but um, which is a real shame because he's going to miss the local derby now, between the first ever local derby between the Broncos um, and the Dolphins. Yep. What do you think is going to happen in this match this week? And will Confuci be a big loss to the Dolphins? I, I think I think he will be. I think the tide may turn on the Dolphins here this week. Okay, um, yep. It's a real test for them against the red-hot Broncos team, uh, especially playing without their best player, Confuci, who's arguably their best player. Yeah. Yep. Uh, what's going to happen? I think that it'll be a tight battle, but I just see similar to St George and the Broncos game, it'll be tight, yeah. and then I just think that the Broncos will run away. But I'm tipping Broncos thirteen plus. 
But I have been known to eat my words when it comes to Bennett's boys. Uh, I just think the Broncos will win 13-plus in that match. The Broncos just look so big um, and, and so fast. And now with Reynolds, I think Reynolds is really starting, apart from his goal kicking, he's starting to really play well. Um, and then you've got uh, Reese Walsh too with serious pace out wide uh, at fullback. So, um, yeah, they have a lot of points in them, don't they? And Mam, Mam and Reynolds is probably the hottest halves duo at the moment. Yep. yep. But I think Reynolds showed his value and his experience when he when he kicked that field goal just on half time. They were behind, but mentally the boys – they might have they might have walked off as opposed to once they kicked that field goal they jogged off and you know they're up beaten and and I think that was a turning point in the game when he kicked that field goal just before half time. Last year, if you were coaching South, would you have let Reynolds go? No chance, no chance. No, I would I let Reynolds go. No way in the world because as we're seeing with South, their halfback whilst he's a good young player, he's nowhere near the caliber of Reynolds. And no. once Cody Walker throws his rattle out of the cot, then. They're gone, South, yeah. you know, and and and, and yeah. Reynolds is the sort of bloke that that steered the ship there, and he kept Cody in check. Cody could do his thing, so that mm. was uh, that was probably the worst worst thing they could have done for South. Yeah, we'll take a quick break now. We'll be back after this to talk about more NRL stuff, uh, what's going on on the field, and potentially what's going on off it. Cool. Hey, Stephen Ferris here, one half of Fire Up. I'm here with the great Chris Gale, the other half of Fire Up. And Stephen, we've had a lot of fun with rugby league over the years, but with the way the concussions and HIAs are going, I give the game about five years. It's looking dark and gloomy, Chris. So you may as well come and tune into the Fire Up podcast now and listen to the last days of rugby league. Because we see the little stuff. It's a soap opera and you're going to love it. Find Fire Up on any podcast app. Welcome back. Um, let's start with the Tigers. They are in all sorts, mate. What's going on with their halves? Look, I think that they should be playing Brooks off the bench at hooker and just tell him, run. When you get on, just take him on because yep. he's such a good runner. He's not an organiser. I don't know. I, I like Wakeham coming in. I think he's he brings in a bit of spark and, and he keeps the defence guessing. I, I think Dewey's confidence is a bit shot. Uh, I don't know, putting him back to fullback, I don't think it gives him much strike weapon, strike power there. So I'd mm-hmm. be I'd be inclined to use Brooks off the bench. Uh okay. I played for I played for the Tigers, so I'm a I'm a diehard Tigers fan at heart. Uh okay. and a couple of my mates went to the game, they sat on the hill, said it cost them a pineapple, it cost them fifty bucks to sit on the hill. And I think he said, what? Yeah, fifty dollars to sit on the hill and Said them off around. They said when they walked after the gun, they felt like they'd been hitting the unos with a pineapple. They <laughs> 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 said they were that disheartened. So I, I don't know if that's a, a good call by the for the Balmain club there to be charging fifty dollars to go to the game. But uh, if I was a supporter, I'd be I'd be pretty downhearted at the moment. With the Tigers. Well, just that I'm, I'm being a supporter. It's, it's funny in the AFL, um, North Melbourne, who have run last the last couple of years, been terrible. Um, they have they have more supporters now than they had before. They, they were in a run of losses. Really? Tigers are a bit the same. Yeah. They have rusted on fans. Yeah. But it would be very, very tough being – there's a lot of expectation, I think, leading into this season. Yeah, It would be really, really tough now to be a fan, wouldn't it? They would have been excited with their coaching staff, thinking, you know, this is, this is the coaching staff that's going to get something out of the, out yep. of the team. Mm-hmm. And it's just not happening, and it starts with the half. So hopefully um, they can turn it around this week. I think that Melbourne uh, are in big trouble. So the Tigers could turn it around this week and cause an upset there. So that would be the upset of the round. But 
I'd like to see the, the Tigers come good this week. Yeah, I hope so, mate. I hope, I hope so for all their fans. Yeah, me too, um, mate. Now, the Roosters uh, had a great win over South, and you actually tipped that. Well done. Yeah, well, I, I also think that these two sides, if Cody Walker keeps his temper in check, could mm-hmm. still, but that could be the, the grand final match, uh, and or the Broncos. It's those three teams in the Broncos. Manly also, uh, but I'm mm-hmm. leaning towards those three teams until I see the... Schuster played really well for Manly on the weekend, but I think yeah, didn't he, he and that other back row, they're at times, they look like the turnstiles at Coles at Moringa Mall. They'll just run it <laughs> through there. Uh, and I think all the, all the teams are going to direct their their uh, attack at those two blokes. So unless they can fix up their defence there, that's that's my reason not tipping Manly to get to the grand final. It's funny how coach, coaching styles go and um, so things that were really prevalent in a game years ago seemed to get get taken out because of statistics or whatever reason. Mm-hmm. But you go back to you saw Schuster just on the weekend do that chip and chase. Yep. Phil Black used to do that all the time. All the time. The show and but go. No, no one does it these days. And, and yep. you think there's a big gap behind behind the first defensive line and often where the wingers and the and the fullbacks sit. Yep. There's got to be room for this a lot more, doesn't there? Well a lot of the sides now it's just they play to the structure that they were given at trainer, right? Not many players play yep. off the cuff, so that's why I mm. think Schuster's so exciting. He plays off the cuff. He's got a lot. He's got a lot of skill for a big fella. Uh, yeah. And like Cliffy Lyons, Cliffy Lyons just played off the cuff. So you know, yep. the, the manly diehard fans that have been there for 20, 30 years, they'd love to see a player like Schuster. And, and, and he's got shades of Cliffy, who I saw, mm. saw Cliffy had lunch with Cliffy the other day. He's a nice bloke. Um, but yeah, I think Schuster's really exciting. I just, I think his defence. Is the issue? Um, okay. If he can tighten his defence up, uh, Manly are a force to be reckoned with, definitely. But you do a lot of uh, boxing training. Does he look? Doesn't look super fit either, does he? He looks a bit soft, but he looks he looks harder yeah. than he did in previous seasons. Okay, uh, and he looks switched on. So you know they they got a big game this weekend. So. Let's see how they go. Very good, mate. Um, now, what are your thoughts on, on Parramatta at the moment? They're really, really struggling. And what about this um, Ryan Matheson choosing to miss games over paying that small fee? Yeah. I, What's that all about? I heard a rumour that they they hit him up with this two days into a bender. And unless he was right. unless he was shouting the boys at Stilettos that day, I couldn't I, I couldn't forgive him <laughs> for for not um, taking not paying the fine. You know, I uh, I don't know what what the story is there, but I would be dirty on him if I was one of the players. I'd be dirty on him for not just paying the fine. <laughs> but there's the, the Parramatta. One of my good mates, Robin McMahon, is a there's a diehard Parramatta supporter. And I haven't called him for a couple of weeks because I said, mate, he's he really. Goes with the emotions of the wins and the losses of, of Parramatta. Yeah. <laughs> so he's in a pretty pretty angry mood at the moment. But like like the Tigers, they're really, really struggling to, I suppose, get organised. And they've got a couple of key guys who have been out. Yeah, they come back. They're coming back. Yeah. yeah. I think so they missed Sean, they miss Sean Lane there. Sean Lane's big a time. big, big loss for them. And I think that Dylan Brown gets his space uh, when when Sean Lane's there. And Dylan Brown's... Trying to trying to run more, but he's not picking his runs, and I think it's because he can't run off the back of a Sean Lane hit up. So, you know, when they get Sean Lane back, they will oh, look. Oh, I think there are chances this weekend. There's something. Okay. I think Penrith could be got by Parramatta this weekend, so I'm interested in that game. Yeah, I think they need Sean Lane for that to beat Penrith. That's been one of the key ingredients in the past. Yeah. And um, when's he back? He's back. Not back for another week or so. Yeah, I think he? two weeks. Yeah, two weeks. Yeah. yeah. Well, mate, it's always good to chat. Nat, what have you been doing? Some boxing training? I just finished this boxing this morning, mate. I just did an hour straight sparring a young bloke, so 
I'm a bit punchy this yep. morning. <laughs> <laughs> and I think you're doing some training with our producer, Dan, aren't you? Dan, the man. He's dropped a curl. Getting him fit. He told me he dropped the curl. We just put him on our scales. He's gone up three. <laughs> <laughs> he's had a few protein shakes this morning. <laughs> long as his mind's clear, we don't care here at Afternoon Sport. Right. Well, that, guys, that's it for Afternoon Sport today. Um, make sure you hit follow or subscribe wherever you listen. Uh, big thank you to our sponsors, Elite Bet. It's the only betting app you need. And we'll be back tomorrow with your daily dose of sport. Thanks, Shane. Thanks, Nat, for joining the show. Bye, buddy. Thanks for listening to Afternoon Sport. If you enjoyed the show, why not check out one of our other podcasts, like Strive Stronger with Andrew May. Listen in as Andrew May explores the latest in human performance with an all-star cast of subject matter experts. Find it wherever you listen to podcasts or head to afternoonsport.com.